besties. Welcome back to a, another episode of the Social Mom Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Jimena. And today we are here with... Hi guys, I'm Carla. The teen mom. The CEO of teen pregnancy. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, Carla's my little sister, for you guys that don't know. We're six years apart. Because you're curious. <laughs> on the dot. On, on the dot. No, literally on the dot. They share the same birthday, which was really confusing to me at first, but now it, now it makes sense. November 17th. Mark your calendars. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, are y'all signs? We are Scorpios. Scorpios. Do you feel like you're... I mean, it's interesting because you're sisters. So, like, obviously there's, like, birth order that kind of, like, changes your personality, but, like, you're the same sign, obviously, because you're the same. I think in a way we do align with our sign. Yeah. I actually don't even know the the description of our sign. Are we bitches? Yeah. (laughs) We also also know when someone's lying. Like, we're really good at knowing when someone's lying. Ooh. But you're very, you're very, what's the word? Naive. Yeah. Trusting? No. Um, Like, you don't know things. Sheltered? I think naive is the right word for certain things. Hmm. Yeah. There's a word. There's a word. But I guess you would have, like, depend, dependent on, like, what day or, like, what time of day you're born. You'd have, like, different, like, Yeah, rising. you have the whole chart. Yeah. Like, I don't know that far in depth, but, oh, like, I that re- also shapes your personality, too. It's not yeah. just the same day. Ah. So, like, obviously, like, there's some Scorpio characteristics. Like, you're rising, you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know any of that. It's like... Me either. I just know I'm a Scorpio. Me too. <laughs> and that I can be a bitch. Hee <laughs> 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 um, But we are all together in one place. We are about two inches apart from each other. <laughs> no, we're all literally so close to each other because we are recording on one mic. Um, so hopefully the audio turns out well. Prayers um, up. We've been stressing about this for like an hour and a half. No. And we were just like, you know what? We got to send it. And like, we know this is going to be such a good episode. So like, we don't want to waste all this good words the first time around yeah so stick around because it's gonna be very chatty very juicy i think also very healing for carl and i as sisters to like Mm. talk about this again so i'm like already ready to cry i know me too (laughs) i'm like feeling the tears i have been on an emotional roller coaster the past like (laughs) few days so like i'm i'm like I'm right there with you. I haven't. Yeah. I didn't go to sleep last night. I flew in um, from Texas this morning, um, and so I'm just like already on edge. So like we'll probably cry. I'll be fine. We, I, we've had so much caffeine too, so we're like so much. Also, we got spray tans, and we cannot get them wet, so we're gonna be crying our tears straight down. Like you know when you tilt your head down so that you <laughs> don't like have your makeup ruined. Well, we don't want to have tears. No, watch is just crying. To the ground. <laughs> just like looking at I the ground. I wish you could see. I wish you guys Looking could at the see ground us. crying. We have um, photo shoots tomorrow, so we can't be having tears running down our face. Yeah, we're so excited. Um, Car- Emily's taking Carla's senior pictures tomorrow. She's also taking our family pictures, and we're doing another podcast um, shoot. So we are so excited. So fun. It's going to be a fun, photo filled day. Yeah. We get some beauty sleep, so we're gonna hop right into it. Um, Carla, do you want to start off kind of just like 
giving us a little rundown of yeah. who are you and <laughs> tell us a little bit how about you <laughs> got here and yeah I am currently 17 with a two-year-old little boy but I found out I was pregnant October 30th of 2019 on a regular day just after school my freshman year and I had no symptoms, no nothing. I just missed my period, and I was like, this is it. Shit. <laughs> I <laughs> fucked up. Um, and I just, I know my body, and I knew that something was off, so I ran to the good old dollar store, and I grabbed a pregnancy test and took it, and, well, I was at my boyfriend's house. This is not at my house. Yes. That gives a lot of context to and the story, didn't, too. And didn't uh, his mom take you? She didn't know, though. Oh, okay. She didn't know until after we told her. So she didn't know what you were she, getting. Okay, this is the day before Halloween. So she thinks we're going to the dollar store for bandanas for our Halloween costume. Because oh. we, were, we were supposed to dress up as, like, gangsters or whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> Very blacked out moment of my life. But um, I took it in the bathroom and... Wait, at the dollar store? Oh, no, no, no. I, oh. <laughs> I, at my boyfriend's house. And really quickly, there was those two red lines, and I have a video of my reaction. Yes, it's on your Instagram. It is on my Instagram. Oh, and maybe, are you okay if we share that on our stories when this goes live? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, I recorded not because this was planned, but because I thought if it was negative, it would be funny to send to my friends. Oh. <laughs> so that's why there's a recording. And I'm, I'm glad I took that video because... Not everyone in my situation has that reaction. Yeah. Because you don't want to record that moment. It's it's scary. It's scary. It's a very personal moment. But I'm really glad I have that. So. Did you? Yeah, there was two red lines. Bright, bright red lines. So you were like, oh, damn. It, like, there was no going back. Like, it yeah. was positive. There was no double, like, looking at it. Like, it was positive. Did you tell anyone other than your boyfriend that you were going to take a test that you thought you might be pregnant? Probably my best friend at the time. Yeah. But that's about it. Okay, was um, was he, like, in the room next to the bathroom? Like, did he know you were going to go take it? He knew I was going to go take it. He His room is upstairs. There's only one bathroom in that house. Uh-huh. He was just waiting for me to get back. Oh, my gosh. I did not want him in Wait, the Wait, did he think that you actually were? Or was he like, no, there's, there's no, no chance that you actually, like... Well... Like, when you're trying to process We were not that? being safe. Yeah. So, it wasn't, yeah. like, the biggest shock in the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was a step back of, like, oh, no. Like, we should have been more careful. Yeah. You know? But... I'm sure that was the longest walk from the bathroom to that room to go tell him. So, like, walk us through. It's, it's funny because that. I actually, I ran. Like, I ran up those stairs, busted the door open, and just bawled my eyes out. Oh. Yeah. And he knew. Yeah. He knew instantly. Like, and he just, he just sat there and he just hugged me until I was ready to talk. I'm already crying. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Don't forget to put your face down. <laughs> But yeah. What were you feeling in that moment? This is so sad, but my life's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys were already crying. <laughs> it's so 
sad to say because I've never loved somebody so much in my life. Like, I created him. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you're, I, w- I was 14. Um, a little baby child. Not something you'd expect at that age. But it happens. It does happen. Quite often. A lot mm-hmm. more often than people think it does. Yeah. Um, from that point on, did you think, okay, I'm doing this? Or did you think of, like, other options? I mean, there's a little Right bit, away. There's a little bit left to that day. My first instinct was telling his mom. She wasn't my mom. She was very different than my mom, you know. Um, I know that if I asked her to take me to go get birth control, she totally would have. Yeah. But it's it's still kind of hard. She's still, like, your other type of mom, you know? She yeah. still yeah. felt like my mom, so that was hard. But I knew that, like, the only person that would help me in that situation and, you know, not get mad at me, not tell me I messed up and stuff would be her. Yeah. So I asked her to come into the room, and I said, I, I, I have, we have something to tell you, and... I just said it. I was like, I'm, I'm pregnant, and she just started laughing. She thought, we, we, we mess around with her so much, I feel so bad. <laughs> but she thought we were kidding, because that's just how we were to her, and um, until I just started crying, she realized, like, oh, this is serious. Yeah. And um, they both, her, Cody and his mom both just said that it was my, it was my choice. Nobody else was to say anything or to convince me otherwise. Like, it was what I felt was right. And so we kind of talked about options, and straight off the bat, I just said, you know, adoption is not. Like, I'm not putting my baby out there and knowing that it's just out there my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When all I've ever dreamed about is being a mom. Yes, that's like, one thing to note. Is Carla has always wanted to be a mom. Like, there's so many pictures of her holding her baby dolls like she raised her baby dolls. <laughs> yeah she literally would buy them clothes it's all carla have, has ever wanted we just never thought that it would happen so soon happen so soon yeah my way. my baby dolls got ready for daycare and were dropped off at daycare before i left for school and like elementary oh. school like yeah. that's so sweet carla has always been a mommy at heart yeah so just knowing that i, I couldn't have done that um so my next thought was obviously an abortion which is a hot topic right now, but I've I've never been ashamed to say that I was getting I that was my plan, an abortion, no yeah, yeah. nothing else like, and that's just that day was it's gonna happen I'm getting it an abortion mm-hmm. and we're just never gonna talk about it again yeah. yeah, and that's that's it she told me to make an appointment I went on about my life as if. You know, nothing happened. And so you, did you make an appointment that same day? No, I, I had to take a day or two to process that. Okay. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, we hung out. I just, we just kind of laid there and talked about what it would look like if I got an abortion, what it would look like if we kept the baby, which at that point it's like if we kept the baby, just it didn't, it didn't, we didn't think that was going to happen. It was kind of just like the, the what if. Yeah. yeah. What would it look like? What would our life look like? Um, and then I, I don't honestly remember the rest of the day. I don't remember what time I went home or anything. I don't remember getting home. I just remember going to school the next day and this is so sad. Sitting in the bathroom 
like all day at school. It's like so stressed. <laughs> and I I ended up calling Cody's mom and I said, I just need you to pick me up. I can't think, I can't breathe, I can't I just need you to pick me up. And so it was kind of hard because like my parents still didn't know and I couldn't have just like left school because they would have called my parents so right because at this point she's just your boyfriend's mom and she she comes to the school god bless her heart I don't I don't even think she was off work like she just came to the school and um I called Cody and I told him like I can't I can't be in school right now like there's so much on my mind um where was Cody in class. Oh, okay. We were still in school. And we go out and sit in the parking lot. And we just sit in the car for a little bit. He meets us at the car, too. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I just, I was so numb. I didn't even say anything. I just kind of laid on her back seats because she she's a minivan. So I just laid on, like, the, the farthest, like, yeah. three row back. And... You know, they're just telling me, it's going to be okay. Like, we're going to figure it out. Like, this is not the end of the world. And once again, like, my day stops there. I don't remember anything after that. Mm -hmm. And then I remember going to therapy, telling my therapist, I'm pregnant. I'm getting an abortion. I feel good about my decision. Um, I have goals. I have... I've, I've been a teenager for, what, one year? Two years? Like, I still have so much of my life ahead of me. And therapy went on as normal. And then later that night, I'm hanging out with family friends. My parents are at my our family friend's house. And we go and drop off another one of our friends. On that In that car ride, I get a call from my therapist. This is like 9 p.m., and she tells me, you have to tell your parents tonight, or I got to call them in the morning and tell them you're pregnant. Oh my gosh, I do not remember this. So I was like, screwed, screwed. She was like, if you tell them tonight, your mom needs to give me a call back and tell me you guys talked about it. If I don't get that call, I have to call them in the morning. Wait, yeah. is that like a legal obligation? Yeah, it's like yeah. she has to be, she's underage, so she's like a mandatory reporter. What do yeah. they call them? Yeah, mandatory reporter. Yeah. Like, if, she, if she, there's more scenarios to it that she would have to legally yeah. report to her parents. Oh, but my parents knew I was sexually active, too, because of my therapist. Yes. So, I think that gives some context, too. They, they were fully aware that I was sexually active. And I don't think it had been much, like, I think the January of that year, they found out I was sexually active. And then, like, this is October of the same year. I did not realize that I yeah because I guess you're a minor in anything revolving like yeah revolving around like minors mm-hmm. like yeah. having sex I guess is in the state of Oregon above the age of thirteen it is not statutory rape does that make sense like yeah and then if you're both consenting and you're both under eighteen she was obligated to tell my parents I was sexually active because when I did lose my virginity I was under the age of 14 I think I was 13 literally like three months before I turned 14 and so she had to tell them because the state 13 
I have you have to be 14 or 15 I don't remember but it's it's not like 18 or anything but um so obviously like you don't have to press charges Cody doesn't get in trouble for statutory rape that's if you want to press like if the parents want to press charges okay. so you told your therapist that you were sexually active you were under the age of 14 and he was over the age of 14 no we were both it's very confusing it doesn't so if you're having sex at all under the age of 13 it needs to be reported i guess so under the age of 14 under the age of 14 needs to be reported i don't know i mean i don't know i still don't know how i feel about her it felt very forced to like say something i wasn't ready to right especially my parents like that's that's a whole nother thing yeah they're very strict and religious and yeah is it, do you have the same therapist? Still, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. your best friend. She's my bestie. <laughs> but, you know, and then those situations like that make therapy hard because it's like, oh, it's like do you, I trust you? It's like you want to tell them everything, but you know that they would have to report it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that happens. I'm basically forced to tell them because I'd rather them hear it from me than my therapist. Yeah. Again. So we come home, like ten p.m. I kind of I I kind of made it obvious that like I needed to go home. I needed to go home, and anyways, so my I came home with my dad, and I just went straight to my room. My mom was in her separate car, and mm-hmm. I called my mom and I was like, "Hey, where are you? Are you almost home?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm on my way." I was like, "Okay, just like come straight into my room when you get home," and. She sits at the end of my bed, and I, I, like, push it off for so long. Like, I just don't know how to say I'm pregnant, you know? Yeah. And so then you kind of have to, like, build up the balls to do it, and I, I just spit it out. I was like, I'm pregnant. And we just kind of looked at each other for a little bit. And she was in shock. She didn't really say much. She was just in shock. And I could tell she was mad, and I was just like, it's okay, I'm getting an abortion. And she was like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're not getting an abortion. I think it's important to note that, like, we never had uncomfortable talks with our parents yeah. like this. We never had sex talks, really. Or body like, or period. No, we didn't. It was like, we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Hence why Carla was not on birth control, even though yeah. our parents knew that she was sexually active. Because it's just not talked like, about. Like, they're just, like... in. They were, like, in denial, in Are a way. parents Catholic? Yes. D- doesn't Catholicism believe in no birth control? I think that's a thing. My mom doesn't believe in it because she thinks that it causes infertility. Yeah. And also, they're just, like, it's it a way... cause you not to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's also just, like, a way for them to just be, like, in denial. Like, no, you're not getting on birth control. So if you're not on birth control, then you're it's not It's, like, the whole, like, slippery slope mindset. It's, like, if you start the conversation and you have... Yeah. Take this step, take this step, then it's like you're mm-hmm. opening the door, when in reality, yeah. that's not how this works. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. the situation could have been totally different if that had been a prompted discussion, and you knew, yeah. and you were educated, and obviously. Yeah. There's a happy ending here, but. Yeah. I, yeah. The first time that I got birth control, I was like 19. It was when I started dating Andrew, or like a little bit after I started dating Andrew, and I had to have my coworker take me to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Like, I was, you would think, old enough. I mean, I was 19, but still, like, it was not something I would ever tell my mom. And also, I wasn't driving when I was 19, so, like, I couldn't just go by myself. So, I literally 
had to ask somebody else to take me. Yeah. Well, I think Andrew took me once too, but the first time my coworker literally went with me. So, just a little, a little backstory. <laughs> back yeah. So, um, so you told her you were getting an abor- abortion. Yeah, and that was just quickly taken off the table. But like, was it? Like she said no, but what does that really mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Let me just, you're in a very vulnerable state of mind. Like I was like, you were 14. So like I was 14, you know, there's still my parents. There's still, I'm in a state of shock, shock. Like I can't even tell you if it was shock or depression, like just numb. Didn't want to get out of bed. Didn't want to talk. Like, it's just so, I don't even know what you would call that state of being. So you're like, you're just listening you're like, okay. Okay. Also, in a way, like, they're still your parents, and you feel like you, you still have to do what they say. Yeah. You feel like. Yeah, and them being the way they are, you can't, you can't really argue with them because they'll always find a way to, or at least back then, they were a little different than they are now, but it's kind of just like what I say is what I say, and we're going to do it this way. Them saying it. Yeah, yeah. and you just kind of have to go with it. And I told her, I don't want to tell my dad. Like, I was so scared to tell my dad. I was like, can you please just tell him for me? And then we'll talk about it. And so she did, very quickly. She just got up and went to the room and was like, and told him. I don't know what she told him. I don't know how she told him. And then he walks into my room and he's like, just straight up, you're not getting an abortion. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're keeping this baby and we're going to figure it out. Like, we're going to help you. We're going to do this. You can do this. Whether or not Cody's in the picture, like, whatever happens, like, we'll have this baby. They even, like, brought up, like, them adopting it. Like, that was just like, no, you know. I can just imagine. Like, if I'm having (laughs) a baby. brought up so many things. Yeah. I'm having a baby. I'm having this baby, and it's my baby, you know. And so just days go by. I don't know. Like, I, this is such a blacked out moment for me. I just remember instantly, I think that next day, after telling them, I woke up, and it all hit me, just exhausted, out of my mind. I've never been this tired in my life, and, you know, at least they knew, so I was like, mom, I'm, I'm so tired, like, I cannot go to school, I can't. You know, and she understood. She was like, okay, like, I'll call you out for a couple days. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just got home and, or stayed home and just dealt with, you know, the first couple days of fatigue and morning sickness and, you know, kind of soaking it in too and just being like, okay, this is happening. Um, And I don't remember at what point we had a conversation with Cody's parents telling him we're having the baby, you Mm -hmm. know. I don't remember. Do you remember what point you canceled your... I just didn't go. Oh, okay. You just didn't show up. Yeah. I had made that appointment at school. It was, I remember it was a Tuesday at 4 p.m. And... You were still at school at 4 p.m.? No. Like, the appointment was set for a Tuesday at 4 p.m. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) It was, like, right after school, Cody's mom was going to take me, and it was going to happen. And I think that following day, I don't remember the days, but... It all was very close to each other. Like, all within six days, I found out 
made the appointment, told my parents, didn't go to the appointment, soaked it all in. And then I had to go back to school and just, like, figure it out. So this was all, like, the beginning of November. Yeah. Right. Because you found out October 31st. Yeah. What did... What was Cody's reaction when you were like, I want to keep the baby? I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. I just remember, like, it going from we're having this baby like that conversation with my parents to like talking about baby names with cody like it all just is so it kind of started to be exciting no 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 that's the thing is like not one moment of my pregnancy was exciting besides like you know going shopping and you know finally getting to buy all the stuff i wanted to buy my baby dolls you know it was kind of healing at the same time like okay like you finally get to do this and I always wanted to be a really young mom I mean I would be in elementary school like saying I wanted to be like 15 and have a baby and like she manifested she said no (laughs) (laughs) and then you know you get to a point where you're like that was stupid like that's not happening and you know it happened so it's like okay well this is what I wanted you know didn't really happen the way I thought it was gonna and then 11-year-old me, like, it's definitely not happening the way I thought it was going to. Right. But you have to make it, you have to make it fun, you know. This is a human, this is a human being, this is a life. You're not just going to, like, be miserable, you know. At least be excited and, like, try to make it exciting. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that was all very blacked out. During this whole time, I... Not to just like bring myself into the equation, <laughs> but maybe some people are wondering. Well, yeah, because they ask, why didn't you talk to your sister? Exactly. I didn't live in the same city. I lived like 40 minutes away. And so I obviously didn't live in the same household. Like Carla and I would barely really see each other because I lived so far away. I was in school. She was in school. And also we just didn't have the relationship that we now have. Oh, yeah. thanks to my love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... I, I remember I'd go to your house on the weekends and yes. spend the night. And this is so sad. I would take an ultrasound picture for like two weekends to try and tell her. But I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't know for four months. And I, I Four months? I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. I it think was she, a long time. I think she was like four months pregnant. So yeah, she would come visit me on the weekends. And I remember at this point... I'd be like, why doesn't Carla, like, want to come hang out with me? <laughs> Here are the tears. I I always thought that, but I was like, no, nah. she's, like, starting high school. She's a teenager. And then I remember being so happy when she would come visit me. And, like, she just said, like, she... We'd never been that far apart. No, because I lived so far away. And, Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't really come home because I at that point I was still not driving. Like, I didn't have my license until I was 20, I think. So for the first few months of me living uh, in another city, I didn't drive. So I couldn't just come home whenever I wanted to. And also, like, I think before I moved to that different city, I was living here at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Andrew and I moved in here after, or, like, right before our wedding. So I just was excited to get away. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't really come home that often. Um, and then you came back. Yes. We moved back in with my parents, and we thought we were going to be here for a few more months. And then 
Should I tell them how I how I found well, out? Well, there's there's a part to this. Okay, wait. I wasn't in school, and you didn't know I wasn't in school. Oh yeah. So I stopped going back to school when I realized I was so nauseous I could not even walk into school without throwing up in a random trash can or a bathroom stall, and it was embarrassing. So I told my parents like I'm just gonna have to do online. So we kind of I kind of just like dropped out. Like I didn't we didn't say anything for a little bit. Um. I just stopped going. And. Because, like, no one at school knew. Exactly. Unless, like, your close group of. I think, I don't remember who I told. I think I told two people. And those, like, those were, like, my two friends at the time. And trusted them with all my life. Obviously, one of them said something. I'm not dumb. You know. There were the only two people that knew besides Cody and. I know he wouldn't have told anybody. You yeah. Know? Like, that that included him, that he wanted that privacy, too. So, probably one of the two said something, which, you know, I, I now that I think about it, it's like, it's going to happen. They're 14-year-olds. Like, that's, they want to talk, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, why isn't Carla at school? You know, it's like, they oh, have, I know. You they know? have no impulse control. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, so I wasn't going to school, and Jimena didn't know I wasn't going to school. And they moved in, like, on a weekend-ish, I remember. So I was like, okay, I have the weekend to kind of build it up, figure out how I'm going to tell her. And then Sunday, and I, I was going back to school, like, that next day. And I was like, oh, my God, like, how am I going to tell her Are you supposed to be going back to school? Yes, like, they think I'm going to school, like, in two days. She wasn't going to, but... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And so I think either Saturday or Sunday... We, we, it's a normal day, I have my friend over, we go to get pizza, and we eat, you know, and then, like, we're winding down for the night, and I get in the shower. You get in the shower, and then I'm just sitting on my bed with my friend, and I get the worst puke of my life. (laughs) One of those that just shoots out of you. Oh, no. You literally threw up in your room. I threw up on my bed, on the carpet, on the floor, like, walking to the bathroom, Open the door, thank God Jimena doesn't lock the bathroom door. <laughs> and I puke all over the toilet seat as I'm trying to open it. On, like, into the toilet. And Jimena's, like, in the shower, probably like, what the? Like, what is going on? And I was like, oh can... my, I was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, what is going on? And Carla couldn't speak because she had her She's guts like... coming out of her. <laughs> projectile. Yes. And it, instantly I was like, oh my gosh, the pizza. Like, she's sick from the pizza, and I'm going to get sick <laughs> from the fucking pizza. She's like, quick, how can it make this about me? <laughs> Always the story of my life. Um, and so I'm, like, trying to talk to her, and Carla's like, hold on. Like, I'm literally puking, and I'm like, are you okay, though? You're probably, like, processing, was, again, like, the pizza problem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's just throwing up. And she's just like... She just, like, leaves and then comes back, I think. No, I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Like, I go to the sink to kind of wash my mouth out. You, you like, open it, you're naked, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> and I'm like, just... And I think I said, I said, I'm, I'm pregnant. I just you you said, blurted out. I just you said, said, I'm pregnant, and you're the only one that doesn't know. Oh. That and was... then her... <laughs> I said, oh. Um, her friend comes out of her room. Like, at this point, I think I, I had my towel. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine you sitting naked in the shower, and you're being like, ouch. <laughs> No, her friend comes out of the room, and then they start laughing, like, between them. 
And then like, haha, like, where's the camera? Like, you're making a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was like, no, like, I'm serious. And then I looked at her friend. And then I looked back at her. And then her friend was just like, like, didn't say anything. And then I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, let me clean up. You go get clothes on. You went and got clothes on. I cleaned up the rug, the bathroom, the floor, the sink, like everything. <laughs> yeah. And then you come back into my room and I pull out the ultrasound, the test. No, first your oh. friend was still there and I was like, can you just like give us a minute? I was oh, like, yeah. I think I need you to like leave. <laughs> <laughs> so she just like went to another room. I was like, hold on. Like, I need you to walk me through all of this because I'm so confused. I'm like, you're not having sex. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> did you know I was you knew no. I, yes you did I think I knew that you had like once and I just assumed that that was a one time <laughs> you guys oh. I'm so naive like Carla was saying like I just didn't know these things also I had barely it's important for them to know that you weren't with him anymore we took we had taken a break you guys had taken a break so when I moved you guys were not together right and then homecoming happened and then I saw a picture of you guys together, and I was like, oh, like, maybe they're just, like, they didn't know who else to go with. <laughs> so they went with each Lame. other. So I was in denial that you guys were, like, back together. That sounds bad. But, like, I just, you never told me that you guys were, so I was, yeah. like. It kind of just happened. We kind of just. Yeah. So I was, like, and I don't even know if I had seen him, like, come over or anything. Yes, one time. He had gone over to your house, and I remember Milo, the dog, oh, was at your house. Oh, Okay. And okay, so I did know that you guys were getting back together, but it yeah. didn't cross my mind that you guys were having sex. Like it's just, I was like, no, she's not doing that. Well, um, I just tell you, if a teenager has sex once, they're probably still. Well, sex. now I know that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like I really had sex myself. Like she's not having sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so then I'm like, we sit down on her bed, and she starts. I don't know. Like you started just explaining things, and then you pulled out the ultrasound. Oh. And I was like. Like, I still was, like, in denial, but then I saw your name on the ultrasound, mm-hmm. and it said your age, and then the hospital, and I was like, okay. But I think before that, when when we actually went into your room, I was like, you're so stupid. I think I said... You said, yeah, you said you're so stupid. Yeah. And to this day, I regret that, so I'm sorry. And then your first words after the ultrasound were, I'm sorry to say, but I'm so disappointed in you. Yeah. That was rough. I'm sorry. Well, I just, like, I was, like, you could have been smarter. Like, that was, like, my first thought. Like, I'm literally, in a way, I was, like, how did this, you could have avoided this. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Like, there were so many ways to avoid this, and, like, you didn't. And so, yeah, I was really disappointed. And I, obviously, I regret saying that to your face. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's, I think you you knew that you were going to disappoint people. and you That's knew th- why I didn't tell you for four months. How do you tell the person you've looked up to your whole life? Yeah. And knowing you're going to hear it, like, I'm so disappointed. But that's also, like, you're. J- I just know you, and I knew that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Like, that's just you. <laughs> or that was. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, that was, like, two seconds, and then you should have made a little shot. And then, yeah. Did you tell? No, we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl yet. Mm-mm. But then you started, oh, you started showing me Christmas presents because it was, like, the beginning of January. Oh, yeah. We moved in, like, January 1st. And so Christmas had just happened, and you had received, like, baby Christmas presents. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, we literally had Christmas at my house. And then you guys came home and did more presents? No. <laughs> and then at Cody's house, you guys did no. more presents or something? 
Cody's Cody's one of Cody's family members got us a onesie. That was the worst present I've ever been given in my life. It was like, why would you? I just found out. Like, we haven't even soaked this in. Yeah. And you got me, like, a baby onesie? Anyways. And then my mom got me stuff that would end up, like, mm-hmm. being useful in my pregnancy. Like yeah. a Like a bag that could have been a diaper bag. She got you leggings. Comfortable clothes. You know, clothes in a bigger size and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. Yeah, I remember all these things, but I never, like, I was, like, I also just, like, lived in black leggings at the time, so it was, yeah. like, it wasn't that weird. Yeah. So then, I, I don't really know what else happened after that. I was, like, it's fine, like, we're gonna get through it. Oh. I oh. Remember. Well, okay. we had that conversation. She <laughs> well, said, oh. Why and <laughs> then you were, like, I gotta go tell Andrew. And then you went and told Andrew, and I went back with my friend, and I was, like, okay, like, she knows, and, uh-huh. you know. And she was like, well, are you good? And I was like, yeah. She was like, should I go home? I was like, no, it's okay. And you told Andrew. And Andrew comes back in. And he doesn't say anything besides, I hope he doesn't look like his dad. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's the only thing he said. He said coming in with some type of trying to be comedic. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. That's Andrew, though. He just wants to be funny. Out of pocket. (laughs) Yeah. So, how was the rest of your pregnancy from that point on? Was it uneventful? Was it, it hard? Was... Did you did people start finding out? Like how? Oh, how did that okay. go? Okay, we kept we kept it a secret for longer than that. Yeah, we kept it a secret from like everybody for seven months. Three more months of human annoying. Three months of human annoying. And it just got to the point where I was like, I don't care. Like I just want people to know. I had come to terms with it. And so we just, I posted something on social media, and oh, we told family members, and yeah. well, we told family members first once they knew, and we knew they knew. I posted something on social media, and immediately it was like boom, 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 like my phone was going off like crazy. It probably got like a ton of shares. <laughs> yeah, like I, I could probably pull it up and see because my my account's like a business account or whatever, but I hadn't been to school. Hadn't, like, communicated with anybody. Had barely posted on social media for those seven months. Was so MIA. Deleted so many of my socials. Like, got a new Snapchat. Um, almost deleted, like, my personal, like, my Sinsta. Um, just went so MIA, which is not like me. I was such, like, a open, posted everything on social media type of person. Mm-hmm. So for someone to see a pregnant picture of me, I bet it was like, oh my god, to everybody. Was, I can't remember what was, did COVID, was it already COVID time? Yes. Yeah. When you announced? It was like two months into COVID. It was like April. Yeah. And it all started in March. Yeah, I posted like April 27th. So people weren't at school anyways. No. But people still talk around fast. Right, right, right. Quick. But, yeah, and I mean, I... I got the backlash you'd expect, but very subtle. I got lucky. Um, I didn't have people saying things to my face or, like, people, you know, making fun of me or posting. And Luckily, like, it was just kind of like, okay, she's pregnant. And then... Do you feel like COVID helped that? Because, like, no one was... I mean, you weren't going to school anyways, but, like, no one's, like, just walking around school. I think it did. I think it did because people could have been getting together and 
saying stupid stuff and posting stupid stuff. Well, I remember in the fall sometime, you told me, I think it was one of the times that you came over, you told me that this one girl, or maybe I was here, Oh yeah. had started a rumor that you were pregnant. And I Before was like, anyone knew I was pregnant. But you already knew? But I already knew. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, they have nothing better to do, like, yeah. all this stuff. And I was like, how dare she? But, I was like, it, but it's, she, she's she just couldn't miserable. have known. Like, she couldn't have known. So it was genuinely just a stupid rumor. Hmm. Like, she couldn't have known. She's psychic. Plus, I had probably found out, like, a week after that. Like, if, if, it, if, it got, if it got to that nosy girl, because she is something else, <laughs> it would have been around the school. And I would have already started hearing stuff. If it was true. If if she had believed it to if, actually be true. Like, if, if people were actually finding out I was pregnant, because yeah. I was. So, it had to have been some rumor. It was, it was weird. It was like, oh, you're right, but this has to be a rumor. You know what I mean? It was do so you, uncomfortable. Do you think that, like, that you telling him into that and knowing that you were was kind of like a soft launch to see how she would react? I like, think so. Probably, th- probably like a subconscious being yeah. like, well, if I say this and, like, see how she'll react, like, do you think that kind of had to do with, like, why you waited so long to tell her? Like, obviously there's distance involved, but. Well, Yeah. Because, I mean, like, her reaction no. being, like, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, I was, that. like, I was, like, these bitches have, like, nothing better to do. Like, how, look at how miserable they are. Like, that yeah. was my reaction. It wasn't, like... And you're, like... I wasn't, like, I wasn't, actually, like, wait, are you... You wouldn't do that, like, ugh. Right. It wasn't but, targeted towards me. It was targeted towards right, me. I was, like, right. don't, like, let these people get to you. I was, like, don't let people bully you. <laughs> it was, Peace like, love. love. <laughs> that I was, like, but, no, fuck them. And then it got to a point where... People were just getting nosy, like nosy, and so it was more dudes that would text me than girls about me being pregnant, is, which is, is like really uncomfy. No, negative. I mean, I mean, some of them were like guys I had previously talked to, like had a thing with, and they were like, "You're pregnant." It's like okay. You're like, well, I did yeah. post the post, and I'm sure you saw it. Exactly. So why are you why are you messaging me? And I just remember every time somebody would message me, I I wouldn't lie. I would just say I'm handling this in private for a reason. Thank you very much. Yeah, Goodbye. get it, girl. <laughs> I love that. Like, cause you I, don't I, I have to engage in no anything. I'm pretty sure I said some mean words like "shut the up" or something, but yeah, to a couple people. But for the most part, I was just like, if I'm I'm, I'm not sharing it for a reason, you know. Everybody got what they wanted. It's true. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to, like, talk about it. I'm not know? shelling out all the details. Exactly. While you're going through it. Exactly. And I, it was this dude that messaged me that I never, never wanted to talk to in my, again in my life. And he said something. And the way he said it was so, like, disgusting. He, like, swiped up on my story of, like, a selfie of me. And he was like, you got a baby in your belly. Like, all gangster. And I was like. Don't ever talk to me again. You're like, mm-hmm. and? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Why are you here? And it was just so disgusting. And especially that dude. But I'm not going to get into that. But, um, and like this dude just always made so many accounts. So Ew. he had so many, like, I kind of kept blocking gross. him and blocking him. So, and then I got a couple like DMs. I remember that I didn't even open 
they were like users that like it was a profile that had uh-huh. just been created Ew. no followers oh no gosh. posts no following and they would just be like why didn't you get an abortion or did you know like you could get an abortion or like um like it was just i didn't even open i didn't want to open them it was just like it's such a waste of time and i had already come to a point where like i could get out of bed i wasn't depressed i was Mm -hmm. okay and like i just didn't want to put myself through that again yeah so i just it was a time where, like, I really had to take care of my mental health because there was two of us. It wasn't just me. So, yeah, I just try to ignore a lot of it and not engage in it and just avoid it. And you were doing all of this at 14, 15. You were now 15. I was yeah. now 15, yeah. But, I mean, that's very mature to be like, I don't have to join this conversation you're inviting me to. As for the mental health part of my pregnancy... Like before we answer questions, um, that that was rough. It was basically if I wouldn't have been pregnant and would have been in that state of mind, I would not be alive. Like it was the fact that I had a human being inside of me was the only reason I was there, or I wouldn't have made it through because it was so hard. It was like every day it's just like why is this happening to me why me why me why me or like like I just don't want to be here anymore like I just want all of this to go away you know but you can't because it's not just you it's this innocent human life that's inside of you up until you know I gave birth it was just like I don't want to be pregnant I don't want this baby I don't want to do this but like you just keep saying that and you keep putting it off so it's like you can't do anything about it anymore you know And, yeah, having a baby that you didn't initially want is hard because you want to love them so bad. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know how to love you because I didn't want you, you know? And that's hard. It's hard to, like, learn to love in that way. And I'm sure, like, that comes with just, like, also just, like, guilt. Yeah. I think that's, like, something that a lot of mothers' parents experience just, like, if they don't have that initial connection, like we've talked about that with your postpartum yeah. experience mm-hmm. and like that guilt can come along with that. So like on top of like you wanting to feel a certain way or like wanting to be in a certain place, it's like, you're also yeah, like even being harder on yourself because yeah. what you should be feeling or whatever. I feel like that is a hard place to be. Yeah. It's also, like, this is such a funny, like, example, but, like, imagine going somewhere that you're so excited to go, and then getting there, and it's so lame. It's not what you expected. It's just so, like, you're so disappointed. Mm -hmm. For me, it was like that, like, my motherhood journey. It's like, this is something I've always wanted my entire life, but I hate it right now. You know, like, why? This isn't the experience I dreamed about my entire life. Yeah. And so that's really hard. And also, like, it just wasn't a good, it was not a fun pregnancy. I puked every single day for nine months and got so swollen, gained 100 pounds. And as a 14-year-old girl, 15-year-old girl, like, gaining 100 pounds is so just, there's no confidence. Mm -hmm. You just went from being small and tiny and attractive and, you know, confident to, and what society wants you to look like. Exactly, to, in my eyes, huge, you know, like, almost 200 pounds by the end. So it was like... 
that part too was just like destroying and a body, my mental health and a body that you're not used to being in yeah and it's like I didn't even want to be pregnant and like I had to my body changed so much it's just so many things that like it's just like well I didn't want this I didn't want this and my life is changing my body's changing my relationship is changing my everything is changing around me you know um and I'm sure like having all of those hormones at that age is a lot as well like physiologically just the hormones itself let alone going through yeah a teenage pregnancy and being so young and the situation like that yeah all just kind of like clashes together and I also I kind of stepped back from therapy because I felt like I was losing my mind so much that like I didn't want to be sent away I didn't want to go to like a mental hospital you know so I avoided therapy for a while which now that I think about it I'm like I should have been still going to therapy Mm -hmm. but in that moment you're so scared that you're going to be sent away and possibly even give birth in like a mental institution or something like you don't want that so it was just so hidden from everybody and like what was if I would have told my mom that she would have been like why are you saying this like that's so rude like this is a human life you know yeah because she didn't see that part she wouldn't have gone she wouldn't have understood and that's okay but it's just it's being pregnant it's already very lonely to then like losing all your friends losing all your social covid um being depressed hormones like prenatal depression and hormones and then like my relationship that was just rough I could get into a little bit more but yeah there's so many reasons why people should not have babies at this age (laughs) so many reasons not just because you're so young yeah so much goes into it what do you have to say to the people that think that you planned this you're really dumb (laughs) (laughs) you're really dumb if you thought this is what i if i did this on purpose yeah because although my instagram and my social seem so sunshine and butterflies there's things that i'm obviously not going to put out on the internet as as they were happening you know i wasn't going to put out that i was the most depressed i've ever been in my entire life Mm -hmm. you know so it's like they didn't see things that really happened so they came to dumb conclusions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been accused of planning it a lot because I just make it look so easy. But definitely not the case. Yeah. So we asked you guys if you had any questions for Carla. So we are going to ask her some. Um, some are just really nosy and snoopy <laughs> and some of them are just like, some, want some good advice. So I like talking about this because it's not very, it's not talked about in the way it happened to me Mm -hmm. my experience is very different than like the stereotype situation yeah okay somebody asked what have been the best ways people have supported you when you're in a situation like that there's two sides and there's no in between it's the people that are disappointed in you and leave you don't talk to you it's just like get away from you And then there's those people that are, like, they want to do everything to help, like, go above and beyond, you know? Mm -hmm. So, as people start, as it started being 
told and like talked about you know um there was people through like my mom and her the people she worked with and stuff that were like please let me help like I know somebody that just had babies that's more than willing to give you this let's give you that like it I think the community people you didn't even know people I didn't even know people I've never talked to in my life were just willing to help me with everything and it's it's insane because I'm not even like it my situation isn't even like I needed all of that help you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like I I was lucky enough to not I didn't have to worry whether my baby or not whether my baby was going to you know have a home or not or you know food clothes clothes, diapers like just within like my boyfriend's family and my family like I knew we'd be fine but then you have all these people just coming in and like offering you everything and more Mm -hmm. and stuff I didn't think I'd be able to afford because it was so expensive and like a silly like a dock tot and like Mm -hmm. a bobby pillow you know Mm -hmm. things like that are like name brand sterilizers and bottles and binkies and clothes like got some kate quinn clothes just in a random bag like it was crazy Mm -hmm. it was crazy i know we we were so excited (laughs) (laughs) i was living vicariously through you yeah (laughs) through all the stuff she was um given yeah i think that's kind of the only way i could think of like that's the only thing that comes to mind when i think of support it's just the amount of strangers that just came together and started talking and just started handing me stuff what about emotionally emotionally was hard because I feel like I that was just a very lonely time in my life but I also feel like I just didn't choose to talk I just kind of well maybe stayed quiet you almost like didn't know how to talk to yeah to somebody about it and like you didn't know if they would understand yeah exactly what you were going through because I sure didn't and I mean if you go up to somebody and you're like I'm on the verge of probably getting to the point of like losing my mind where I don't know what I'm gonna do like just days where you know you're just so like I don't know if anybody has experienced this sort of depression where like you just can't eat you can't talk you can't get out of bed like, it's just so hard to explain to people Is that like you're so depressed. It's I don't like know. Disassociating? Like, you just yeah. have to, like, detach because you can't even, like... I mean, I don't know the definition of dissociating, but that's just what it sounds like to me. Like, you just yeah. have to, like, detach from... Yeah. And then there were so many... There's so many things, too, that, like, I didn't know how to explain to people because it's, like, my personal depression, my hormones, the guilt of not taking care of myself because there's also a human being involved like there was so much that I feel like just now I'm not even just in this conversation but like healing the healing process after it's like oh okay I completely understand why you know it was just a moment where I didn't understand how to talk I didn't know how to explain it I didn't know where to go to explain it I didn't know how to start I didn't think it was normal. I thought it was just because I was a teenager mm-hmm. that got pregnant. I didn't know about prenatal depression. I didn't know that could be a thing. And so it's like I wasn't crazy, you know? Yeah. It's just I thought I was crazy in the moment. But. 
and a lot of growth and yeah. healing for sure. Yeah. And we can get into postpartum too, like that. That was a whole other thing too. I feel like we need a part two and three. <laughs> I know. We need to go. Should um, have to come back. What? But we're not done. We're not done, no. Um, I know you touched on like Cody's mom and that initial like kind of like first person you told outside of the relationship. How was what she told you, like, what you needed to hear? And, like, I'm asking this because, like, if someone is in the situation where someone comes to them as a teenager and teen pregnancy, like, what is, what did you need to hear in that moment? Exactly what they told me. Yeah. It was my choice. Whatever I needed to do, it was going to be okay. There's no wrong choice. There's absolutely no wrong choice. What you feel is right is what you should do. But you really got to sit and think through it. You know, mm-hmm. really come to a conclusion of what you can do. So just letting those people make, letting that person make the choice for themselves. Yeah. Because in a way, if I would have been able to really sit and make that choice for myself, I think my life could have gone a little bit more different, you know. Yeah. Which I'm okay if I would have done what I did, what I wanted to. Because that's what I thought was right. And it could have been. You know, I'll never know. Yeah. I think I think about this all the time and I think I tell people, I don't know if I've told you, I think that if you would have told me sooner, I think that I would have encouraged you to get an abortion. Oh yeah, we have had this And I think that I would have drove you to the appointment. Not like forced you, obviously. Yeah. But like Supported I, me through it. I think I would have supported you in that way to be like yeah like this is gonna be okay like you're not ready to have a baby yeah and this makes me so emotional because i'm so happy that i didn't know any sooner because milo is literally the best thing that has ever happened to our family he literally changed all of us like all of our relationships between obviously you and i as sisters, like we've never been this close in our lives. We have just like the best bond now. And just like as a family, like our parents' marriage was falling apart. Yeah. And, like that's something we don't talk about because like it's none of people's business. But like he just really brought everyone together. Everybody together. And like if it hadn't been for for Milo, like I don't know that we would be where we're at. Yeah. That's true. I'm just really... Like, everything obviously works out for a reason. I'm just so happy that it worked out in this way because it was just the best thing. Yeah. He is the best thing. He's a thing. little angel. We love. We love and stand Milo. <laughs> Milo stands. And not only just the relationships and my family, but myself. I don't know. I don't think I'd be the same person if I wouldn't have had him. I was very different. I was going through, like, my teenage dirtbag face. <laughs> and I... I mean, like, as as expected, yeah. like, you're... you're You were... You are a child. Like, mm-hmm. you're allowed to explore and do what you need to do and have your rebellious phase and yeah. you know like that's just like part of it you know yeah. but like you were in a situation where like you didn't have 
a choice anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I don't think I would still be with Cody, and I think my life would just be so much more different. And I couldn't tell you if it would be positive or negative, like in a positive way or a negative way, because the rabbit hole I was going down was like teenage dirtbag, and I, you know, could have gotten better. Like I couldn't, you know, would have progressed as a human being as usual, or I could have just, you know, stayed in the bad situations I was getting myself into and yeah. hanging yeah. with the people that now are in jail. A lot of people that I was hanging out with are in jail. And it's like, ooh, I'm glad I left that. It's like they're in jail and you're a full-ass mother. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Completely opposite of the spectrum. It's like their kid handle. Not even, like, my friends are in jail, but some of, like, the people that are in jail now correlate back to the people I was hanging out with. Yeah. Yeah. They were there. And same with... um, Cody like he was I don't want to get into his stuff because that's very he's a very private person but he was hanging out with the people that are in jail and I he's such a smart kid that like I'm really glad he got out of that because he has he's quiet and shy and private but he has potential to like do something big like he's very smart he's very like science and book smart and at the time, like, he thought he was just street smart, you know? <laughs> but, like, he's very smart, and I'm glad he got out of that situation. Um, how is it, like, co-parenting um, as two teenagers? Well, it's funny, because it's like, it's, like, co-parenting, but together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our situation is, like, co-parenting together, basically. Um, we go back and forth, and... It's so hard. That between, part between has... houses. Between our houses, yeah. That part has never gone easy. It's gotten easier, but it will not be fixed. Like, those arguments, those that stress will not be fixed till we moved out. And we know that. So, can you kind of, like, give a breakdown of, like, what the situation is? Because I'm 17, I can't legally move out, so we go back and forth between his parents' house, my parents' house, and it's it's pretty half and half right now. It's like the weekdays at my parents' house, the weekends at his parents' house, and as hard as it is, you know, we live very different lifestyles, two different like ethnicities too so it's like they're very different and it's there's a part of me that really hates it because I'm so scared like that Milo's confused you know because imagine two parents being separate at that age that's confusing I just I don't know what he thinks so that part's really mentally draining on me and like I just hope he doesn't get confused I hope he loves it you know I hope that's fun for him you know like grandma's like grandpa's house, yeah. yeah, and he's two different sets of toys, two different sets of clothes, two different sets of bath toys, down to his cups. He has two different things, and I think that's. I would see it as fun, and I really hope it's fun for How him. How old is Milo? He's two. He just turned two. He just turned two, so he's getting into like, the like a kid kid stage. It's weird. <laughs> he's not a baby anymore, but. No. 
it's it's hard it's hard to be parents but it's easier to still be teenagers you know what i mean like we're it's easier it's harder to be parents because we don't get to parent freedom you know there's still those restrictions of being teenagers and so you don't totally get to do everything the way you want to but at the same time like we still have the support to still have some fun and still go out every once in a while and not just be parents because we're still 17 yeah and I think if you know someone or you know you have a child that becomes a teen parent or something it's just so important to remember that they're still teenagers and like you get really depressed if you didn't act like teenagers sometimes because you can't just wait till your kids are grown to have that teenage phase again you know right which yeah. a lot of people which a lot do. of people yeah. do and it's not healthy and i've never seen it be healthy i'd rather have fun while my kid doesn't remember and get that out of my system than wait for him to realize that like oh mom didn't have a childhood or mom didn't have like a teenagehood and this is why because he doesn't deserve that you know yeah yeah like he deserves us as parents when he remembers and he needs us to be parents you know but it's it's easy but it's hard everything's easy and hard when it comes to being a teen parent i guess one that you haven't answered is are you still in school and what are your plans for work or school your future so currently i am still in school this is my senior year we're almost done. Oh my god. I'm so excited to be done. <laughs> um, school has been hard. Very hard. But you find ways around it. And I just always made sure that, you know, finish school. That's my number one priority when I found out I was pregnant is I'm going to finish school. No matter how hard it is, I'm going to do it. And luckily I've had help, you know, that people to watch Milo while I go to school. And did like a in, half in-person, half online school and somehow it worked out covid kind of helped covid really helped i don't know what i would be doing if covid wasn't a thing because people weren't going to school and yeah so you weren't either it'd probably be a little harder it would have been a way harder of like a transition yeah because this year i should be like full-time back to school so that was a nice transition Hmm. and i'm currently a nail technician yeah she Uh, is a bomb one she's (laughs) slaying her nails I picked it up while I was pregnant, and I really enjoyed doing nails, and I started doing it for, like, the public about a year and a half ago, and it just went off, like, she's popped going, off. She's going off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, like, my job. It's my source of income, I guess, and I love it, but I don't think I'll do it forever. I'm enjoying it as a hobby right now, but... I definitely want to have a professional job in the future. Like a more stable career? Yeah, a long-term one. And I think I'm really into psychology, and I've looked into it a lot. And I think that's such a long-term career. Mm -hmm. Like, till you're old, you could be a psychologist and work in psychology. Well, and is it something that you're more passionate about than nails? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nails is my hobby psychology and criminology and all that stuff is like my passion but 
for a long time I was like really shut down by my dad because he thought I was going to be traumatized if I went into like a criminology career mm-hmm. but I always just pushed it off and I just kept going and I kept saying that's what I'm going to do and that's still what I want to do and she will do it and I will and she will <laughs> um, what is one thing that you'd want to tell someone who is going through a teen pregnancy everything will come together when it's time like everything will slowly piece by piece just come together like I feel like maybe someone as someone who isn't a teen mom would understand that but like don't stress about things that are so far away right now you know one Mm -hmm. thing at a time if you're pregnant right now worry about that baby coming out and what you're gonna do when that baby comes out you know like don't stress about what you're going to do when it's two, when it's three, because, like, that time will come. And take pictures. Mm-hmm. I know it's a horrible experience and sad for a lot of people, but don't let that take over the fun and the happiness because you'll regret it a lot. I feel like I've, I feel like I've seen a lot of people say that. Like, they wish they would have taken more pictures because, like, they weren't sharing them and so they weren't taking Mm -hmm. them um well and also like some people like carla had a really hard time and she felt pretty miserable for the most of it she didn't feel like herself confident like you don't want to be taking pictures but now looking back you have a lot of pictures but there probably could have been more or so many more i loved my belly and i wish i could have like like for a long time you didn't show it you would Mm -hmm. go out and didn't show it. you would wear baggy Mm -hmm. clothes and I remember the first time that like, you actually went out, you wore like a tight dress and we went to Hobby Lobby <laughs> and you're, you, it was just, she was bumping. Yeah. I did love looking pregnant. Like I mm-hmm. loved the bump. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish I could go back and have it every single day, just like without the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just. Without the trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved the belly and I wish I would have just popped it out a lot more and embraced it. But I also had braces at the time, so it was kind of like, I'm pregnant with braces. I look like a baby. It was kind of awkward, but I wish I just wouldn't have cared. Red flag. Yeah. (laughs) Braces. Yeah. Also things like like having a baby shower. Obviously, you couldn't have one. But have one, celebrate. Yeah, like doing little things to celebrate, like we did Maternity because dishes. of covid we couldn't like do big events but we wanted to so we did like a very small gender reveal at our house with just like his parents and our parents and yeah just your siblings or me yeah <laughs> <laughs> our brother lives in mexico so oh, andrew he, yeah he's like my brother yeah um you can actually see the little where the confetti little, where the confetti landed it's it never been touched do you Aww. see it yeah, That's there's so there's this frame in my parents' uh, living room, and some of the confetti landed in the frame, and it's never been touched. Yeah. A little piece of magic. Yeah. Um, so doing little things like that. Yeah. And finish school. Like, if you can do it, if you can just do it, it's mm-hmm. so worth it. It's also so rewarding to get to the end. You're almost there. I mean, that's yeah. so badass. Like, motherhood's fucking hard. Let alone having mm-hmm. to do high school. Yeah. Not even oh college. Now I'm thinking, I'm like, can you imagine if I was trying no. to freaking do high school? No. no. It's just doing it all. It's, it's just a working mom. Nothing's impossible. You can figure it out. 
You'll get through it. It's not the end of the world, even though it feels like it. Mm-hmm. This is just the beginning. Of, if you only have one kid, it's the beginning to it. Long 18 years of your life. <laughs> but it's so much fun. It's so much fun to be a mom. Milo's just so much fun. He's wild. He's, he's wild, but we love him. <laughs> Gotta love him. Um, Our little firefighter. <laughs> someone said, no question, just so proud of her. She's killing it and total inspiration to me. Preach. Preach it. We, we are so proud of you. Thank you. I know we don't tell you enough, but we are. It's it's always nice to hear that because it's so rewarding. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, say that to every mother in this world because it's so hard. It is. <laughs> it's so hard whether you are 15, 20, or 30. Like, it's so hard. How did you find your confidence in being a mother in a 15? 50- as a 15 year old mm-hmm. mother that's like a good like question. knowing i was a good mom well just like confidence in your parenting and how you wanted to raise and like that's such a hard thing to do even when you're 25 mm-hmm. like how did you as how did you how did you navigate that and step into your confidence as a 15 16 17 year old the second i finally soaked everything in and kind of came to terms with okay i'm having a baby yeah it was an instant research time you know any question i had in my head i'd search it up you know oh gosh. Carla, did, Carla did all the research yeah she said research no, she, she like all of a sudden knew all the things i'm like Whoa. yeah wow i went to her afterwards <laughs> because it's i was like just... i don't want to look it up I, was just <laughs> Carla. I just knew that i was gonna beat the teen mom like stereotype and I was yeah. so happy to do that because I have found so many on social media now that have been in situations like me. And it's like, we're not alone, you know, and like so ready to punch that stereotype in the face because it's not just that stereotype of people that it happens to. It happens to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I knew that like I wanted to prove that I was a good mom. Like, who did I have to prove it to? Absolutely nobody. But I just, like, I needed to know that I was going to be a good mom. And I knew I was going to be a good mom. Mm -hmm. I had been prepared for this moment for, like, seven years before that. Just, like, I knew how to breastfeed when I was, like, seven. Why? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like, I just knew, like, everything. Mm -hmm. And then the things I didn't know, like, the more recent, like, you know, car seat safety and... um, started researching more about like SIDS and mm-hmm. um things that like obviously as a little kid I wasn't gonna think about mm-hmm. and so I just made sure down to the dot I knew everything and I was prepared but then you have that baby and you're still like oh my god I don't know what to do like I remember like picking him up for the first time and I changed his diaper and I was like mom can you do this like I <laughs> I was like I need to take back a second like I thought I knew and you're like, oh my god, I don't know how to change his diaper. But, yeah. And then, like, when the actual, like, parenting part started yeah. happening, and, you know, you have the baby, it's like, oh my god, it was like playing with my dolls every single day. It was so fun. <laughs> As like, It was tiring, and, you know, you're in pain. I also had a C-section. and But then, like, I just, I would sit in that rocking chair sometimes and be like, this is everything I've ever wanted. You know? Like... I'm getting to make bottles with real formula now. <laughs> like, 
This is a real poop. Like my my baby doll's actually peeing in the diaper. Like I don't have to pretend. Like I just took it as like an inner like child healing too. And even growing up more, I just or him getting a little bit bigger, I just I make sure that everything we do is to like heal me and let him have fun. You know? Mm. Stop. That's so cute. (laughs) It's just... I'm just letting him have the childhood that, like, I wish I would have gotten. You know, like, go get in the freaking river. I don't care. I don't care if your shoes are on. I don't care if you're fully clothed. Go get in the water. Like, go splash. Go have fun. Um, We had very, like, oh, you can't do that, parents, or we're not going to do that, or don't get in the water. It's so cold, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think doing all of that it's just so healing i don't know if you guys have experienced moments like that too maybe not yet because they're still super like they're still little mm-hmm. but yeah but little things little things like just things that you didn't get to experience or it's just so fun it's so healing and you know you gotta make the best out of it it's interesting like you're talking about like fostering your childhood while still being a parent yeah and like how you're like it was exciting to you because you were still so close to that age mm-hmm. of playing with dolls. And then it was yeah. like... It was like two years difference. No, I played with dolls for a really long time. Yeah, it's like you're like 11, 12 playing with dolls and then you're <laughs> 15 having, yeah. having your own. Yeah. I'm just like letting yourself like be excited and happy about the fact that you get to do that. Yeah. Okay, and to wrap it up, one last question is somebody wants to know how many kids you want to have and what your plan is for your future kids. Like, when are you going to have another kid? I would have already had one if I could. Aww. <laughs> um, I, I wish they could have been close. Like, I wish I could have had another baby close. Maybe, like, right now would have been perfect. But got to finish school. It's my biggest thing on my mind is finishing school. And making sure that's out of the way. And then I think I'll know. I think I'll know when I'm ready. I think I'll know when everything's settled enough mm-hmm. to have another one. But, oh my gosh. My little child is such a little tornado. <laughs> I'm really scared. <laughs> but, so right now I'm just like, one more. And then we'll see. Yeah. But. I feel like it's hard to tell. Because you can't even imagine what it would be like. It was hard to even imagine having one. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, and I've I've heard that like the transition from zero to one is the easiest, and then from there it's just like rough. Mm-hmm. So, and I could imagine like having one baby, no other babies. You know, your first experience. I feel like that's always the easiest. At least like, you know, with like other kids, like juggling another kid, and that terrifies me. I know. But imagine being able to, like, go through the pregnancy without all the added stress. Oh, yeah. yeah. That might be, like, uh, might make one to two easier than the zero to one. Mm -hmm. I've heard that two to three is the hardest because then you're outnumbered. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes it's zero to one for people. Yeah. I, yeah. My next pregnancy will 100% heal everything. And I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. Um, 
I, I'm really looking forward to having a pregnancy that's just, like, normal, you know? And actually getting to tell people and, like, surprise people, mm-hmm. that's something that, like, I didn't like get to. Like, being excited to yes. tell somebody. It being celebrated and not, not like, a burden or, like, a mm-hmm. something that's that you have to, like, explain to somebody, you know? Something that's exciting. So I look forward to that. Cody and I always talk about how we tell people, and it's so exciting. Yay. But that is an exciting. That would be. That will be an exciting time. Yeah. When the time comes. And healing, like extremely yeah. healing. And I don't think Milo would be on board though. He don't want no babies. <laughs> he said, "I'd the baby forever." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. like sometimes. Carla will look at Mateo and Milo will be like, Mommy, Mommy. <laughs> or I'll put him I'll put him on my leg and he'll be like, Mommy's leg. Like, He's fine. <laughs> oh crazy. my gosh. Milo having a sibling. I cannot imagine that. He's just so independent, but like that's my mommy and daddy. And mm-hmm. that's it. Nobody else's, you know? Okay, cool. Yeah. The time will come. Yeah. He will be ready. When the time comes. Yeah. It's funny because Cody asked him the other day. He was like, would you want a brother and sister? And he was like, no. Does he know what that means? No. <laughs> he just says no to everything. He does. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's still so baby. He's yeah, baby. He's so he little. just turned two. He's just, we he for- just looks like he's five years old. He is a big boy. We forget how young he actually is because he's so smart and he's just so big. big. And talks so much. He's just so smart. Yeah. I'm like, are you sure you're a baby? He's like a little adult. I'll tell you, yeah. Yeah. Why? What? <laughs> he's, he's a little sassy. Well, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. I am so happy. I can't wait for everyone to hear this. I know. And really laugh excited. and cry with us. Because we sure, we sure did. <laughs> a lot of both. Yeah. I'm really glad to get this out there finally because I've thought about, you know, doing a YouTube channel or something because I think it's just so important for people to realize that we weren't bad kids mm-hmm. or we're not bad parents. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Love it that. I'm so happy you came. An amazing opportunity that I've waited for so long. Yay. <laughs> okay. What do you think about actually doing youtube <laughs> uh, actually sharing your life online if this gets the feedback i expect and you know if people are willing to watch my chaotic life <laughs> well, YouTube's, unroll- a, youtube's a lot of work but yeah I feel maybe like, instagram and tiktok and i stuff. feel like the people really want you want to know you more i know i'm busy right now but she said, I'm, She's I'm willing to she try. Said, Bitch, she said, I'm a mother. <laughs> she is going to go back to school soon. So In a week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. And thank you again, Carla, for joining us tonight. Um, it is so late, and she needs to go get back to her baby child. <laughs> He's currently at his other group. Mm, house. Go to bed. I have to be at your house at, like, 9. Oh, my God. We have a photo shoot tomorrow, you guys. <laughs> Basic girls. All right, you guys. Well, make sure you follow Carla on her socials. And thank you for listening if you've gotten to this point. Yeah, it's a I long one. That. It's a really long one. <laughs> I'm. We do be having to edit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do be having to edit. so much editing. All right, you guys. Well, we will talk to you next week. Love you.
Bye. Bye.